Hey everyone, welcome back to Savage Beauty Podcast. This is Savannah, your host. Let's um, address the elephant in the room, shall we? I haven't recorded a podcast or posted one since October. And I'm not proud of myself for that because I really love recording for you guys and I love sharing my knowledge with you guys. And I know even though I only have four episodes... I have been wanting to make this more of a priority, however, I failed at that, so there's that. Um, I just had a lot of projects going on this year and for next year. I'm prepping for a lot of things. New York Fashion Week is coming up in February. I'm really trying to prep for that, and I'm trying to prep for some other exciting things that I can't talk about yet with you guys, so we'll keep those a secret for now. However... Um, I will start holding myself a little more accountable for this and recording once a month or even more often than that. I just need to make the time to do so. So yeah, happy December, you guys. I can't believe this year is almost over. This is crazy and I don't really want to wreck my brain trying to think about it. So let's jump right into today's topic, shall we? Okay, so let's talk about primers, you guys. Primers are an essential step in prepping the skin, and we'll talk about prepping the skin in a whole different podcast, but today it's strictly primers because there's so many of them and so many things that primers do that it's going to take a whole episode, trust me. So primers are an essential product that everyone should have in their makeup bag or your pro kit if you're a makeup artist. Um, everyone. Like I said, everyone should have one. Can't even emphasize this enough. Primers are going to create a flawless makeup application, and primers are going to create longevity with that makeup application. So even if you're like me and you don't wear a ton of makeup, I know it's crazy. I'm a makeup artist, and I wear concealer, highlighter, and mascara. Occasionally, I'll fill in my brows. However, Working for makeup companies for so long where I had to wear a full face of makeup every day, my skin started to hate me. And so now I'm just kind of obsessed with letting my natural skin show through. We'll talk about that another time. But I I use a primer. Even just with those three or four products that I put on my face, I use a primer. It's just an essential thing that everyone needs. There's so many different types of primers and so many different things that they do. That's why I wanted to talk about them today. So, what are primers? Well, primers are products that are specifically made as a base for your foundation. It's a base for all other products to go on smoothly. Primers are going to create longevity, like I said. So, makeup artists, if you're doing a wedding, if you're doing events, you know please use a long-wearing primer or use a primer in general on top of your long-wearing foundation because this is going to create like a 15 to 24 hour wear and it could make a difference in having to do touch-ups versus not having to do touch-ups. This is an essential that you should have in your kit and it just is surprising to me how many makeup artists don't use a primer in their kit. Or don't know how to use primers in their kit. 
I know it's taken me like eight years to really figure out primers and why they're important and which ones to use on certain skin types or which ones you should use together because you can use primers together or you can use them separately. It's just super important and I'm really here to let you know how to use them. So primers are also going to create even skin tone and most importantly, in bold italicized words with an exclamation, most importantly, and yes, I'm snapping out here. You can't see me, but I'm snapping when I say this. I know I'm weird. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, Most importantly, primers create a barrier for your skin so that your skin doesn't absorb the products causing breakouts and clogged pores. You don't want your skin to absorb the foundation. You don't want your skin to absorb any of the products or ingredients that are sitting on your face, which is why primers are so important, which is why prepping your skin is so important. Like I said, we'll talk about prepping the skin in a whole other episode. Um, there's just so many different primers and they do different things, you guys. So let's start off with, do I need a primer? Yes, everyone needs a fucking primer, and so you better get one. If you notice that your foundation is not lasting, even when you use a setting powder, you need a primer. If you have uneven skin tones, then you need a primer, and there's a primer for that. If your foundation is settling in your fine lines and wrinkles and just sitting on top of your pores, if your foundation is flaking off, If you have oily skin, if you have textured skin, you need a primer. So everyone needs a primer, is my point. Um, There's a few different types of primers. So there's mattifying, hydrating, blurring, illuminating, color correcting, and my favorite, pore filling. And so we're going to start with pore filling since it's my favorite. I really want to talk about how important pore filling primers are for specifically editorial, beauty headshots, photo shoots in general. Um, If you're going to be anywhere that there's going to be pictures of you, like your wedding, and you want your makeup to be flawless on your wedding, you need a pore filling primer if you have bigger pores. Honestly, I use pore filler on basically everyone that sits in my chair. We all have pores. Some are just smaller than the others, but either way, the foundation is just going to sit on top of those pores. And trust me, I'm very new to using pore filling primer. It's not something that I really learned about or like worked with previously until about a couple of months ago. And that's just me being real. I have fallen deeply in love with pore filling primers because I've noticed a huge difference in my raw photos when it comes to using pore filling primers. So, you know, everyone can benefit from them no matter what skin type you have. So, most pilling, ugh, sorry, I can't talk today, too much coffee. Most pore filling primers do contain silicone or dimethicone, which is a silicone derivative. And the only reason that they contain these things is because that's what's gonna create that smoothness over your pores. I don't recommend using pore filling primers all over your face. 
I only recommend using them on the small areas of your face that obviously have pores. So, you know, like right next to your nose where your cheeks are. Um, you don't want to use them on your nose because it can tend to cause the foundation to slip since it is silicone based. You can use them on your forehead where you have pores on your forehead, your chin, just really small areas. So, you know, I already talked about using it in small areas. You don't want to use it too much. A little bit does go a long way of pore filler. I use like a pea size amount and that covers everything I need to cover with a primer. So I also recommend using like a hydrating primer or another primer prior to using the pore filling primer. So it also creates another barrier in between the pore filler because you don't really want to clog your pores. And I kind of feel like most pore fillers, since they are silicone and dimethicone base, they kind of clog your pores a little bit. And that also causes breakouts. So I did say, disclaimer, I did say uh, primers do not cause clogged pores. However, if it is a silicone base primer and you're not prepping your skin prior to that properly, then it is going to probably clog those pores if it is silicone or dimethicone base. So let's just make sure, you know, you're using it correctly, which is why I'm here to help you. So yeah, just use it on those small areas. And I would honestly like do (laughs) to test yourself to see if you're doing it right, kind of do like a before and after. So you probably want to do like look at a picture that you've done of raw work before it was edited by the retoucher of prior to using pore fillers and then look at it after you use pore fillers it's just amazing how much of a difference this product makes in your kit so normal everyday makeup applications don't please don't go out and buy a pore filler because it's just not necessary. It's really not. Unless you're going to be at a wedding, then you should hire a professional either way. So this is a product that strictly should only be in a makeup artist kit. So there's a few that I love um, for, to be exact, my absolute favorite, and this is my staple, number one, ride or die pore filling primer. It's the NYX pore filler and it's only $14. Got it at Target just so you know. But you can get it that sells NYX. So like Ulta, I think Walmart sells NYX. I don't really go to Walmart. Walmart scares me. Um, I think Walgreens, they have like an NYX like case now. Like it's on its own little island out in Walgreens and it has like every single product that they carry except for like eyeshadow palettes, which hello Walgreens, get with the times please. Anyways, the second one I really love, which is a lot more expensive than the first one, is the Smashbox Photo Finish Pore Minimizer. That one retails for $40. Um, My second favorite, that was just the second one I wanted to list, but my second favorite is the NARS Pore Plus Shine Controlled Primer, and that one retails for $36. And then the second cheapest one on my list, which I used to work for this company, and I do really like this primer. However, I just feel like 
the other two that I love more beat this one significantly is the Benefit Professional, and that one retails for $32. So since we're on this whole like blurring and mattifying track of priming, we're just going to continue down that path. So the next primer is mattifying primers. Mattifying primers are for a specific skin type. If you have dry skin, please do not use a mattifying primer. Girl, you need some illumination and glow in your skin. Do not put a mattifying primer on top of your dry, flaky skin. Just don't do it. That's me. I have dry skin and I literally will not use a mattifying primer ever in my life on my own skin. It's too much. It sucks the moisture right out of you. So... (laughs) mattifying primers are really great for oily skin and that's it they don't contain any oils and you only need to place them where you are oily so do not place them all over your skin because I'm pretty sure when you have oily skin you're not oily all over just mainly in your t-zone so you know your forehead your cheeks your chin your upper lip um I don't recommend applying them to your nose because it can uh, cause your foundation to slip and patchiness. So if you're going to use a mattifying primer but you're not going to put it on your nose, please set it with a powder. Please. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time. So there's a few mattifying primers that I like and... Anyone can use a mattifying primer every day or in your pro kit. So just if you have oily skin, get get yourself a mattifying primer. Um, you can use it in conjunction with a hydrating or an illuminating primer, but only placing the illuminating and hydrating primer in the areas that you're not placing the mattifying primer because then that definitely defeats the purpose. So the NYX... Can't Stop, Won't Stop retails for $14. Um, my favorite is the Makeup Forever Skin Enhance- Ugh, Skin Equalizing Primer. Sorry guys, I really can't talk today and I probably shouldn't be recording a podcast when I can't talk, but here we are. So the Makeup Forever Skin Equalizer Primer, step one, retails for $37. Cover Effects Mattifying Primer for $38. I really, really do enjoy the Smashbox Photo Finish Primer Stick. It's $32, but my absolute favorite, my top two favorite, I would say, NYX Shine Killer for $14 and the Laura Mercier Oil Free Primer is $38. I don't know what it is about Laura Mercier, but this this girl, she knows how to make a primer. She knows how to make a tinted moisturizer. She knows what she's doing with the setting powder flawless skin that's what her goal is i think all right so we're gonna go on to blurring primers blurring primers are similar to pore filling but they're a little different because you can use them all over and you can use them in other places rather than just where you have pores so anywhere your skin has texture I mean, it could literally be on your neck, and you can put the blurring primer on top of that. So, um, blurring primers, I really like them because they're like a filter for your skin. Now, 
again, this is one of those primer products that I highly recommend only a professional uses. However, there's a few exceptions. Um, and we'll talk about that in a second. So, blurring primers are like face tune in real life for your skin. So, instead of having to download Facetune and blur your own skin out, you can just put a blurring primer on underneath your foundation and use a hydrating primer in conjunction with it, and damn, you're going to have some flawless skin. Even though it's temporary, it's still going to be flawless, girl. So, a little bit goes a long way with blurring primer, and this is really just a generalization with any primer, okay? A little bit goes a long way. You don't want to put more than a pea size amount on your skin because a lot of primer is going to not create a lot of longevity and it's not going to create a lot of a barrier. You're just doing too much at that point. So don't use a lot of primer. A little pea size amount goes a long way. Um, like I said, place the primer on your texture, on your shine, on your lines, on your wrinkles. So blurring primers are great for every skin type. Blurring primers are great for mature skin, for oily skin, dry skin combination, textured skin, acneic skin. Everyone can use a blurring primer. Now, I know I said that this is one of those products that most makeup artists should use in their kit. Um, if you have acneic skin or if you have a lot of textured and fine lines and you're not a makeup artist, go get yourself a blurring primer and you won't be disappointed. So NYX, um, hashtag no filter primer retails for $14. That one's really great. My absolute favorite, and this is a brand new primer, so I've only used it a few times, but damn, damn, Okay. Farsali Skin Tune. Now, Farsali is a brand that continuously just blows my fucking mind with their primers and their oils. Well, their oil primers, so they just blow my mind. But it's a lightweight serum, and it's literally immediate results. Some primers don't give immediate results. They just kind of give results after you put the foundation on. You can tell a difference, but when I use this Farsali Skin Tune, you guys, I know it's expensive. It retails for $54 and that's for not a very big bottle of it, but it a little drop goes a long way, so it'll last you a little bit longer. Um, and also, the ingredients in the Farsali products are amazing for your skin. Like, they're a company that really takes skin care and turns it into um, face tune for your skin. <laughs> That's like the definition of Farsali. Skin care benefits, but face tune results in real life. Okay, so everyone needs to go get a bottle of Farsali Skin Tune for $54. Even if you have to save from a few paychecks to go get it, do it. Um, the Becca Cosmetics Velvet Blurring Primer is really great. It's $38. And then another one of my favorites that I will never stop using is the Fenty Pro Filter Instant Retouching Primer. 
is $32. This primer, you guys, is like a four-in-one primer. It's a hydrating primer, a blurring primer, a mattifying primer. Don't ask me how a hydrating and a mattifying primer can be in the same bottle, but Rihanna did it. So there you are. So that's going to segue into our hydrating primers now. Hydrating primers are great for all skin types except for oily. I'm so, so sorry. So, so sorry. You cannot use a hydrating primer because your skin is already producing so much moisture that you, you're going to overdo it if you use a hydrating primer. So, um, if you have mature skin, I would use a hydrating primer in combination with a blurring primer because the blurring primer is going to blur out all your imperfections that you see, your wrinkles, your fine lines, any texture, um, any skin spots that you want to cover. And then that hydrating primer is just really going to give you some rejuvenation, some glow back into your skin, which especially dry skin, girl, we need that hydrating primer. Um, hydrating primers are my second favorite to blurring primers um, for everyday use because pore filling primers are my favorite for photo shoots. So, um, anyways, hydrating primers you can put all over your skin. You don't have to spot place them like other primers and I think that's really great because I think spot placing for priming is just such a tedious task. I know it takes like two seconds, but being able to just place it on like a moisturizer is so great. Um, with hydrating primers, I really like to emulsify the product in my hand. A lot of makeup artists tend to use a brush to put on primers, and I just don't think that activates all the ingredients. So I like to like rub it in between my hands to get all the ingredients activated and then press it into my skin, just kind of like you would a moisturizer. Um, hydrating primers are going to allow your skin to look like skin even after your foundation is applied and who doesn't want that? I do. I want that. I want my skin to always look like skin. So get yourself a hydrating primer. My absolute favorite hydrating primer is the Marc Jacobs Undercover Coconut Perfecting Primer. You guys, I just ran out and I'm going to cry because I need a new one and that shit is $44 for a small bottle, so <laughs> it only lasted me six months, and I literally wear it just about every day. So if that gives you any insight on how great it is, I highly recommend getting that one. And then the Fenty, of course, $32. A dupe, a nice dupe for the Marc Jacobs undercover is going to be the Too Faced Hangover RX. Literally... They both smell like coconut, and I think they both do the same thing, really. But I just fucking love Marc Jacobs. So the Too Faced is $32. The Tarte Quench Hydrating Primer is $32. Laura Mercier, again, has a great hydrating primer, $38. And then, of course, I have to throw Farsali Rose Gold Elixir on there because that would be my second favorite that I use on myself and I use it with the Marc Jacobs. Um, these two primers are going to break me. So 
the Farsali is $54 and you guys, it smells really good too. But as soon as I put it on, I notice a huge difference. It's got a little bit of a sticky tackiness to it, which is great. That's something you want in a primer because that's going to allow all of the other products that you put on after that to adhere to the primer. And it makes a huge difference. So I'll always put the Marc Jacobs primer on first and then I'll do my Farsali Rose Gold Elixir after. And I'm still reaping all those skincare benefits so next is illuminating primers which i also really love illuminating primers so illuminating primers are great for all skin types when you use them correctly and i say this because there is an incorrect way to use illuminating primers which is putting it all over your face don't do it unless you want to look like a fucking disco ball i don't want to look like a disco ball don't get me wrong, I do love a glow, but I don't want to look like a disco ball. So, illuminating, illuminating primers should be used with other primers first. So, if you have oily skin, you're going to obviously want to put that mattifying primer on first. And then you can use an illuminating or hydrating primer and the high points of your face, so your cheekbones, your cupid's bow, and your temples. Do not put an illuminating primer all over your skin if you are oily, because you're going to look like a basted turkey on Thanksgiving, and that is not the look you want to go for. If you have dry skin or mature skin, you can use a hydrating primer all over your face and then use the illuminating primer on your high points. Again, emphasize on your high points. I'm just going to say this again. Nobody should ever use an illuminating primer all over their face. Okay. And also, illuminating primers are not to be confused with illuminators. So, strobe creams, highlighting drops, or liquid highlighters, those are not illuminating primers. Those are just highlighter in a bottle. And you don't want to use that all over your face either. But illuminating primers are like Becca's backlight priming filter, which is definitely, definitely my number one illuminating primer. If you have not tried it, why haven't you tried it is the question. It's $38. You can get it at Ulta. You can get it at Sephora. I used it. I started using it two years ago and I used it before I even found out what the market. <laughs> Hello, the Marc Jacobs primer was because Becca was like my go to brand at that point. And I would slather it all over my face because back then I did want to look like a disco ball. Of course, I've changed now. But I'll still use the Becca Illuminating Primer sometimes when I want like an extra kick up of glow. I really like it for photo shoots. If you're really wanting to emphasize the skin for a photo shoot, the Becca Backlight Priming Filter is my go-to. Um, Cover FX has one for $38. It's literally just called the Illuminating Primer. NYX Born to Glow for $14. And the Bobbi Brown Extra Illuminating Balm is $68. So I I like the Bobbi Brown balm. However, I think balms can get a little too sticky 
and illuminating primers shouldn't be sticky. They should be almost like a moisturizer when you put them on because they should just melt into the skin. I'm sure there's a certain way to use the balm that I'm probably not using it correctly. But illuminating primers, again, should only go on the high points of your face unless you want to look like a disco ball. So next we're going to talk about color correcting primers and these are also another favorite of mine that you should have in your kit as a makeup artist. Um, if you have color correcting that you need to be doing on your skin and you're not a makeup artist, so if you have a lot of redness, a lot of um, purple undertones on your eyes, you are going to want a color corrector and you can use color correcting primers with other primers as well so that's the cool thing about primers you guys is that you can use them together there's not just one primer okay it's not like a one size fits all type thing it's everyone has different skin everyone has different skin tones and types and primers are made for everyone so back to color correcting we're going to go back to kindergarten and we're going to look at the color wheel and we're going to do some color correcting priming. So color correcting primers are really great for redness. They're really great for evening out skin tone, dark circles, skin pigmentations, scars, cuts, anything that literally needs to be color corrected. You can use a color correcting primer. Um, so the purple color correcting primer, we know purple and yellow kind of cancel each other out. So the purple is going to eliminate any yellow undertones and it's going to brighten. So I guess an example would be, you know, if you have a lot of sallowness in your skin, um, if you have a little bit more of like a yellowy undertone in your skin, a golden undertone, you're going to want to use a purple primer. If you have like a, a skin spot that has a little bit of yellow undertones in it, you can use that purple primer to brighten and eliminate. Um, I wouldn't put a purple undertone primer around your eyes because usually dark circles are blue and purple and a little bit of green if you have green under there too. So I really wouldn't put purple on purple. Of course, that's just going to make it look worse. So next we're going to talk about green, which cancels out red tones, of course. Green primers are really great for rosacea acneic skin um if you just get redness or you know when you're nervous and you get a little bit of redness on your skin or if you're hot and you get redness a lot of the times when I'm doing makeup some of the people like for whatever reason they just get really warm and I'll start to see like red splotches on their skin and I'll use that green primer to cancel those out so green is great for red pink is going to add radiance and a healthy glow to your skin. Pink isn't really going to cancel a whole lot out, but if you have really dull skin, pink primers are going to really add a brightness to your skin as well. So they're kind of like the purple primers. They brighten. The yellow primer, obviously, is going to be great for purple undertones. So it's going to cover those purple undertones where you have bags under your eyes. Really great for fair skin types. 
and they're really great for covering, like I said, dark circles with the purple undertones. If you have a bruise on your face for whatever reason or on your arm and you need to cover it, color correcting first is going to help eliminate that um, darkness of the bruise. So if your bruise is a little more purple undertone, you're going to want to add the yellow. Um, the peach color corrector is going to be great for covering age spots and of course dark circles if they have a blue undertone so of course if we look at the color wheel um, like orange tones cancel out blue tones so the peach tones are going to cancel out those blue tones and it's also great for melasma and if you don't know what melasma is it's pregnancy mask usually you only get it when you're pregnant and it's just some dark spots that you can take can get on your face so if you're going to wear makeup and you need to cover those up you're going to want to use a peach primer so some really great color correcting primers are smashbox they are hands down my second favorite but they have every color same with nyx smashbox retails for 40 dollars. nyx has literally their dupes for the smashbox primers and they have every color as well $14 retail. You, again, you can get these at Ulta, you can get them at Target, anywhere that sells NYX. Um, NYX also has a cream color correcting palette, so if you need to le ugh, go a little bit heavier with your color correcting, um, there is the cream color correcting palette. The cream color correctors are not a primer though. I just wanted to throw out there, if since we're talking about color correcting, that there is a palette by NYX and it retails for $12. And then, of course, MAC has their, and they're not primers, Studio Conceal palettes. And those also are going to be a cream base. And again, I just wanted to throw them in there since we're talking about color correcting. Um, and those retail for $35. Now back to priming. Elf is going to be the next one. So Smashbox, NYX, and Elf all have like a full range of color correcting primers that I really love. The Elf ones are $10 and they come with every color. So that's all of the primers. We did it, you guys. We made it through all of the primers. I know there's a lot of them, but like I said, when I'm talking about color correcting primers, everyone's skin is different. Everyone has different skin tones, skin types, and primers are not just a one-stop shop. They're not one-size-fits-all. It's not one primer for every skin type. It's different primers for different skin types, and it's really great to know about skin types and skin tones when you're getting a primer because there's just so many different primers and like I said you can use them together you can use them separately I really highly recommend using primers together to create that flawless look again I'm going to reiterate this since we're coming to the end of the show primers create longevity primers create a flawless skin makeup application Primers are going to be a great barrier in between your skin and the foundation so that you're not clogging your pores. And primers are going to be a great way for everything on your face to apply smoothly and flawlessly. So just get on board with primers, you guys. And every pro makeup artist, you need 
primers in your kit. So make sure you're getting primers that are great for every skin type, um, primers that can be used for every single one of your clients. So you might want to get a few color correcting primers. You might want to get a hydrating primer, a blurring primer, a pore filling primer, and a mattifying primer. That's five different primers you should have in your kit. Just to be clear, because you're working on all different skin tones and skin types. So I hope you guys really learned a lot about primers today. Again, if you have any questions, please feel free to email or DM me on Instagram. And I will be back hopefully in a couple weeks with a new episode. And I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about yet at this point. I don't really like to plan them. I just kind of go with the flow. It seems to work a lot better for me. Um, But thank you guys so much for always being supportive. And I love you all.